This podcast is sponsored by Happy Warrior Kava. Be a happy warrior. Drink, relax, and enjoy the strong and smooth taste of the best-selling kava in the islands. Happy Warrior Kava. Episode of H&N Overtime, the Hawaii News Now Sports Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Chinin, joined as always by Davis Pitner. We Welcome back into the sports cave, That's the right. sports digital center. It's the digital center, but That's we turn... I like it. I like the sports cave a little bit more. Yeah, though. the H&N Sports Cave. Yeah. yeah, I like it. It's a bunch we of dudes in a cave. It. Yeah. I swear. Welcome back, man. Back at it again. Back at it's it. Like a little, little break. A little bit of a break. Uh, we had to took some time to kind of collect our thoughts and yeah. just kind of observe the season as it goes by for the Rainbow Warriors football team. Yeah. And here we are talking a little bit yeah. about <laughs> here we the are. first three games of the season and what to expect going into game four. Yeah, Kyle, it's it's safe to say it's been a rough start. <laughs> very <laughs> rough start. Very rough start. Before yep. we get into that, I want to say happy belated birthday to oh, you, my Kyle, friend. You stop that. You, Thank my, you. my co-host, nice. my partner in crime, Davis Pinner, was oh, his birthday Kyle. a couple couple weeks ago. Happy belated. And Thank again, you. another happy belated to our other adjacent sports helper reporter many different hats mm-hmm. at H&N Sienna Pilliton her birthday as well bunch wow. of Aries you guys didn't are... know that happy birthday Sienna is it Aries right no Aries? Virgo no Virgo Virgo yeah, I'm, yeah, whoa. Vir- whoa. I'm sorry Kyle, I'm sorry Kyle, come bunch on. of Virgos start. I'm sorry rough start <laughs> much like the Rainbow Warriors <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a transition there, folks. But, yes, much like the Rainbow Warriors football team, they are off to a pretty rough start to their season, falling to 0-3 after their last most recent game to Michigan. Number four ranked team in the country, 53-10 loss. You know, they're also coming off of a loss to Western Kentucky and another their opening loss to Vanderbilt, Mm -hmm. um, which we kind of talked about previously in our last episode about, you know, leading up to the season and, and, and the hype and, you know, from your perspective, Davis, I want to know, you know, going back to when we were talking about preseason, going into Vandy, and now here we are in week four as they get ready for Duquesne, what is kind of your thoughts or your perspective on this team and, and just how it's gone so far for these boys? You know, Kyle, it's looking at these three games, you know, it's it's obviously safe to say it's a rough start. Right. But then at the same time, you also have to look at this that, you know, it's we're in a rebuilding mode. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, we I I think all of us coming into the season, we all kind of knew it wasn't going to be perfect from the start. You know, we're going to see our struggles. We're going to see, you know, having to adapt to certain situations. And I think we've seen that, you know, it's and it's safe to say, you know, the Bows, they've played some competitive teams Vanderbilt SEC mm-hmm. team and mm-hmm. uh you know Western Kentucky also a great team too right um and then we head into Michigan and it's I think going into it we all had that thought in the back of our minds where you know it, this probably isn't gonna happen yeah I'm gonna be honest <laughs> yeah I mean it was tough. it was it was an uphill battle you know they went into the big house in Michigan in Ann Arbor you know they were the week prior to that game with Hawaii, they were the number eight team. They jumped up four spots to the number four spot yeah, yeah. Um, on the national rankings before they took on Hawaii 
Um, and then, you know, on the road, first road game of the year. And again, still with the, you know, not too sure who the quarterback was. I mean, they had a little bit more of a sense going into this week, at least than the previous two. They announced that it was going to be Joey Yellen from the start on Thursday. Head coach Timmy Chang told us and the other, you know, media just kind of who they were going with that week. Um, and then, you know, they just kind of went with there. But the thing is about this team, and you talk about they're making strides. It's a rebuilding year. And one thing that they can hang their hats on that Coach Timmy Chang told us was, the, you know, they eliminated the penalties. They eliminated the turnovers, you know, costly turnovers that really cost yeah. them against Western Kentucky and Vanderbilt. And, you know, they eliminated those. They got a couple sacks on defense, and they had, you know, turnovers on defense. So it might not seem like it, but they are taking those steps forward to get, you know, a little bit better every game. And I think that's encouraging to see. And now, you know, they might they might even come back this week with a little bit more confidence, right, yeah. to know that, you know, we kind of – you know, despite what the score said, we were playing tough. We played to the end against the number four team in the nation in their house. So, you know, it's all about these baby steps that this team has to take in order to get to where they want to be, and I think to where the fans wants us want wants them to be. I agree, and that's that's a great point you brought up about the turnovers. Western Kentucky, obviously, five interceptions, mm -hmm. uh, and. You know, going into Michigan, we we didn't really see that. We didn't see Yellen didn't throw any interceptions, right? Uh, which was really impressive against a fourth ranked team, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I mean, obviously they're like you said, they're learning, they're growing, mm -hmm. and they're they're coming more together as a team. Yeah. And I think this week is the real first opportunity for them to mm -hmm. take that step, right? And hopefully pull off a win. Exactly. And you know, the thing is too, it's just. They also don't want to change the mindset, right? They they said, you know, no matter if they're playing the number four team in the country or Duquesne, which, you know, is a mid-major FCS team, they're still going to attack it like they're playing Michigan, right? They're still going to attack it like they're playing a top five, top ten team in the country. So, mm -hmm. you know, their mindset hasn't changed, and, you know, they're just still trying to just stick together, stick together, stay the course, stay the course. That was Timmy's big thing this week was stay the course, work on the fundamentals and the little things to then – you know, the little things add up and become big things. Yeah, you know, despite the growth, though, I I think there's still a lot of work on, mm -hmm. right? Right. And I like, you know, I'm a big numbers guy. I like looking back at the numbers. Big obviously, analytics guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, obviously Michigan, tough matchup. you got bigger mm. guys. you got yeah. more talent and everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, despite that, though, you know, we got to kind of look at everything. So I have the numbers right here. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to go to Western Kentucky. Uh, you know, 400 Western Kentucky put up 412 total yards, mm -hmm. UH 360. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the big thing that we have to look at when it comes to these games is our rushing attack. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's a big component for UH. Right. We have some good backs. Uh, and, you know, we kind of saw that during Michigan. Right. You know, that that nice run. At that the we end of the game, right? 54 yards, yeah. Tylen Hines, the freshman out of Texas. Um, yeah. Like, like you said, our backs – that, that should be another one of the strong points of the offense, just being able to use them, set up the run to allow Timmy and Shoemaker to pass the ball, move the ball downfield. But you'll have guys like um, Dedrick Parson, um, Najee bryant Lalay, Tylen mm -hmm. Hines, who scored um, in the big house, um, Jordan Johnson. It's you know, running back by committee, but 
you're right. They this kind of you know they have a, they have a group of backs. They have a good stable. Yeah, they, back we there. got a good stack, but I think at some point too, we got to have that like one guy that yeah kind of stands out right. from the rest because mm-hmm. uh, you look at back at everything and um, I mean different guys putting up different numbers. Hines, Michigan, 75 yards for him. Right. And then we look at Western Kentucky, Bryant, 64 yards for him. Right. Uh, 94 altogether, but it's kind of different guys putting up different numbers in a way. And so in my mind, you know, I can never tell if that's like a good thing or a bad thing. You Mm -hmm. know, if you have more guys doing more things, right. Or if you need that one guy who's putting up bigger numbers, Mm -hmm. you can lean on. Right. I think also to, to stay on this kind of point, this offense, all training camp, what have you, they were talking about the tight ends, you know, this is a position here at Hawaii that is not a, not exactly historical to this program. They don't really use tight ends at Hawaii, but you know they bring them in. We have two solid tight ends um, in Jordan Murray and Caleb Phillips, and so far through the first three weeks, they've kind of been you know forgotten about almost. And I thought you know going into the season that they would be something that they could use as matchup nightmares because they are athletic right they're not just blocking tight ends you can line them up on the slot and make it a nightmare for a db or a corner you know but they just haven't been targeted and they haven't really been parts of the offense so i think going forward they just need to be a little bit more multiple they talk about being multiple but their their offense has been kind of bland right it's been kind of vanilla like be a little bit more multiple use your tight ends use your running game yeah you know rpos all that kind of stuff it just kind of adds up and you know i feel like they have the pieces right that's what we've been saying i think for the longest time is they have pieces they have pieces to get it done it's just about using it uh using the pieces in the right time in the right way it's definitely a growing process and you spoke to coach and some of the players weekly media the weekly media (laughs) they love us there we go (laughs) Uh, so i say we take it to the interview oh yeah no um right now i think it's let's start that again it's joey okay and uh you know shakes is banged up and um but uh but i think joey played good enough to get the start uh, I think we we showed as a team some resilience in the second half. Uh, he made some good throws. There's some throws he probably wish he could have back. But uh, um, you know, I think I think uh, I think he deserves to, to start the second. Uh, you know, this this next coming game. What do you look at as a head coach in in a game like that, an experience like that, that you can kind of extract and sort of turn into something that you can use, uh, you know, positively or usefully going forward? Uh, you know, I thought we did a great job of not turning the ball over uh, the first two games. There were a lot of turnovers, uh, put ourselves in bad position, um, and and definitely the penalties aspect of it helped. Um, having you know discipline, um, playing the game the way it's supposed to be played, and uh, and putting ourselves in the position to to be successful that way. Uh, you know, special teams wise. Um, you know, we talk, we start, we talk about the drive start average and giving our offense and defense the best, you know, starting position, and, and we won, uh, you know, in that phase. And so those are things that we can build off of, especially playing a, a great opponent um, as as Michigan. You talk about the resilient uh, resiliency of this team. Um, you know, late into that game, you know, the score might have gotten away from you guys, but they never gave up. Kind of talk about that aspect of your team and what they've shown um, last week. 
yeah, you know, we were, uh, I was happy and proud of them and, and told them that after the game that, you know, they kept battling, you know, you know they got, you know, they got some sacks, uh, they got a turnover, uh, we moved the ball, really wish we could have ended that, that game with the, with the score down there. Um, but, you know, really proud of them in that, in that aspect. But definitely when you watch the film and, and us talking to them over and over and over and over again, it, it's the consistency to do their fundamentals and technique and, and knowing what's needed to, to, to win their battles. And so um, that's, that's really what we want to focus on moving forward is just being consistent so that, you know, all 11 guys are doing what they're supposed to do. You know, from the from a staff perspective, I think everything's on track. You know, I, I really think we know our guys. You know, we know you know what we're good at. You know, we know what we're not good at. Um, where we got to build on, what we got to emphasize, what we got to focus on, and and our practice should you know, and should and will um, you know it, it it'll it'll show what we need to work on. You know, we got to work on tackling. Let's do some more tackling. We got to work on catching and throwing the ball. We work on catching and throwing the ball. And so, um, you know, that's what, that's where we're at now with our staff and, and, and just getting, getting dialed in on Duquesne. Uh, you know, good FCS appointed, winning coach. And so, uh, you know, they're going to present a challenge for us, especially us being at 0-3 and, and having not tasted victory yet. Just kind of how has the week gone so far as you guys kind of regroup from Michigan and get back into the swing of things as you guys get ready for Duquesne? Uh, it's been going great. Um, there's a lot of focus mentally. Uh, like Coach Tang is saying, focusing on our techniques, our fundamentals, winning um, at the first step. So, I mean, that's everybody's main focus right now, not overthinking everything. And, you know, this week, homecoming, right? You guys got a home game again, and you know, the festivities of homecoming. You've been here, you know, as a local boy, even at high school, homecoming is kind of a big deal. How special is it for you to just kind of be able to come back home and, and regroup? And, you know, you guys come in here most likely as favorites against Duquesne, you know, how does it feel to just be back home again? Oh, it feels uh, good. Um, honestly, the trip was it was short, but it was long at the same time. So, I mean, it feels good to be back home. Uh, we know there's still a lot of support for us out here, you know. Fans are still uh, supporting us through everything we're going through. So, I mean, we're going to try our best through everything. How does that kind of translate kind of to the rest of the team? You know, not exactly the, first, the greatest start to this season. How, how, how do you think that mentality of resiliency kind of translates to the rest of you? Uh, rest of your boys here on the team? Shoot, I think it's just like we have a bunch of the boys on the scout team and they're, they're just thinking like they're never going to get a shot, but correlating that to the like how our team is doing, I feel like we just got to keep fighting. Like, just keep fighting, keep the spirit and keep all the boys up because once people start going down, they're going to see that. They're going to want to go down too, but we just got to stay positive. Well, that was head coach Timmy Chang and a couple players during weekly media veil. Um, and, you know, as you heard, spirits are still high. They're hoping. We're hoping. And pretty sure the entire state's open. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everybody wants Timmy to be success successful. Everybody wants his team to yeah, be successful. Yeah. But now we move on to week four. They take on Duquesne, the Duquesne Dukes um, yep. out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Shout out to Pittsburgh. What's up with that voice, Kyle? I don't know. <laughs> trying to feel I like it yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it I a little like bit it. of Pittsburgh okay. in the in, in the 808 yeah all right I, I, I can watch it. a couple shows and then a lot of Pittsburgh voices <laughs> it's fine it's whatever but um they come into mono it's homecoming for the bows and I feel like you know we trying to talk about taking the the steps forward I feel like this is the type of game you know they're back at home it's homecoming 
they're looking for that first win and you know they're just coming off of a nationally televised nationally ranked team now they feel it just feels like one of those games right that you know that they're going to come out on fire and they're just going to be ready to play and hopefully get that first win yeah and first of all i mean it, we we kept talking about you know everything with michigan but I mean, what a cool experience. Right. You're going to play in the big house. I know. <laughs> that's, like, I think that, that's like, what a lot of players are saying. Is like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's no, really it, crazy. It's like a once-in-a-lifetime type of thing yeah. for a lot of people. And, I mean, just even though even though you lose by that much, it's it's still like such a cool experience. Yeah. I mean, all those fans. Mm-hmm. It, I can't even imagine. It would have been like a dream being out there, you know? Like, exactly. I mean, for me, it was like when you got in high school, when you got to play at a little stadium during States, that was cool. Yeah. No, that I, was like my big house, you know. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, so first of all, I mean that that was really cool for them. Yeah, I mean, I'm hey, yeah. super jealous. Pretty jealous. Uh, no, we, we wanted to go to Michigan. I mean, that was that was, that was a that trip was, that we we tried to get to, but <laughs> it's okay. Next it's time, right. next time, we don't need it. Um, we didn't. Looking ahead to this week, though, big numbers guy just yep. said that. Here we go. Uh, just like I did with Vandy. Been taking we should, a look we at some a, We should get a touch screen here. Should with we get a with touch does, yeah, is it touch screen? I. I don't know. Uh, Jonathan, don't we didn't touch the screen, didn't Jonathan. Touch it. Jonathan, you Jonathan, know, Jared, this, South, we yeah, did not so, touch it. We did not touch it. All right. Uh, quickly though, Duquesne, uh, looking at it, so one win for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played Florida State, Youngstown State, and uh, Thomas Moore beat Thomas Moore last week. Yep. Thirty-four, uh, fourteen. Two guys I'm looking at though, Kyle, yep. on their offense. Mm-hmm. You know they're obviously you know they. The record isn't the best. You know, mm-hmm. they're not a 3-0 team, but they right. they got some guys. Right. All right. Um, so I'm just going to talk about the stats from last game. Obviously beat Thomas Moore 34-14. Mm-hmm. Rushing Billy Lucas, 19 yep. carries, 136 yards, and two touchdowns. <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, so obviously big rushing attack for them. Yeah, That's going to be something that I feel like the defense is trying to get better at. They just need to stop the run. Yeah, you see, you saw it in the first two games. It was very difficult for them to stop the run. This is going to be a guy that they need to key in on, mm-hmm. um, especially if they're not so shored up on the on the run game yeah. yet. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, and we we saw that. And I think uh, the biggest thing, though, the the one guy that I think is going to cause some issues that I've been having my eye on is uh, Dwayne Menders, mm-hmm. uh, receiver. Last game, eight receptions, 165 yards, one touchdown. Youngstown, week before that, seven receptions, 102 yards. This is wow. obviously the number one target yep. for uh, yep. the QB. Yep. Uh, and, you know, it's it's going to be a tough play for our DBs. It's it, really, they just got to step up. And, yeah. you know, they're without one of their starting safeties from uh the western kentucky game leonard lee he's been out with a bit he was a bit banged up so he is still not come back to the into the fold but you're right these dbs they kind of have to step up they have to secure they have to lock down this is going to be a big challenge right in the secondary for these guys and um you know i feel like they've been working towards getting to that point yeah um and there's just such youth uh, just across the board right this entire team they're so young so again, we're just gonna keep learning and make mm-hmm. sure that they're ready for that. Rebuilding. Rebuilding. It's all about the rebuilding. Yep. Yeah. And, and to counter that point, Duquesne on defense, they I feel like you we talk about the running backs. They need to have a good game because last week they were ran on the Duquesne mm-hmm. defense. They allowed so much yeah. yards on the ground. So they just need to be I, I, I if if I'm 
you know, if I'm calling the, sh- the plays, I see that on film. You're just like, okay, this needs to be something we need to work on. This is something that we need to attack, you know, pedal to the metal and make sure we just run it down their throat because the past is seen. They can do it. Yep. They allow it. Yeah. So I just think it might – you just, hey, we talk about some of the running backs. Just keep an eye on I was going to say, we got that running back committee. Keep, you know, keep an eye on for someone to step out and step up, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's it's an exciting one. Like, you talk yeah. about predictions or odds or whatever. This is probably the closest odds-wise or, you know. It's true. I guess spread, however you want to look at it. UH has been in this entire season, right? Last week, obviously, the 51-point underdogs to Michigan yeah. and then, you know, big underdogs the rest of the way. This is a close game. Like, this could go either way. So, if we just see a Hawaii team that's improved and, you know, ready for the challenge, I can see them taking a win here this Saturday, especially in homecoming. Yeah. No, it, 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 especially for homecoming. It's when everyone comes out, all the students, your peers, your family, uh, everyone comes out to support. So I think that's going to give a little extra boost. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to get a little extra pep in their step. You oh, know? Yeah. I, I think it's oh, yeah. going to give them a little bit more energy. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I... I have some high hopes for this game. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be something special. I I think so. I hope so. I really do. So now let's turn it to the fun part of our show. Uh, Kyle, you know, we're talking about homecoming this week. Let's talk about some of our memories. Let's go down memory lane. A little bit of memory lane. Uh, What what do you got? What, What? Best I'll take homecoming you, memory. You I'll know, what, take what you, you back to my junior year of high school at Mililani. We're okay. playing Farrington, which if you're uh, up to date with high school football here in the islands, might not seem like a big game. But you have to remember, this was back before the Open Division. Mm-hmm. It was just the OIA. And this is when Farrington, their offensive line, averaged like 375 pounds and six foot six across the board. So this was a Farrington team of old. And they had guys like Braden Fehoko, who's with the Chargers now. Um, He was their starting defensive tackle, you know. So this was a Farrington team going up against a Milani team that was, you know, we had Mackenzie Milton and was, like, winning all these games. And it was homecoming at, you know, John Kawinana. And we just knew it was going to be packed. Like, we we were told, like, a lot of people are going to this game. So much so that the fire marshal at one point in the game actually said like people had to leave because there were so many people just standing around the track or in the standing area on the on the bleachers that like this isn't a fire hazard so it was packed to the gills wow at milani and we beat farrington we ended up going undefeated that year going to the state championship but i just remember (laughs) not definitely not because of me (laughs) but i just remember the atmosphere was intense it was nuts and Farrington, they like to bring their own banners to put on their sideline, which you're on the road. What are you doing? But, you know, we didn't really take too kind to that. Yeah, yeah, Just the environment, the atmosphere was crazy. The music was blaring. The band was there. The, you know, it it was just sensory overload. And it was something that I'll never forget. Definitely. Um, And then my homecoming, my senior was also senior day or senior night. So I'll never forget that because we played – um, 
Iaea, beat Iaea, and then did the senior walk with my parents, my brother, my cousin. It was it was cool. So those are the memories that all that kind of stick with me um, throughout my life. And f- the other thing that will stick with me for my senior year homecoming slash senior day was that was the first and only personal foul wow. I've ever drawn in my entire career. Personal foul, Kyle. What did you do? I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me explain myself. So you're an offense lineman as well. Okay. We're going to set the scene. I'm playing center. I'm in the middle. I snap the ball. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. I have one hand out on the D lineman, and my guard is there. My guard pancakes him onto the floor. Yeah. And I put two of my hands in front of him, on top of him, to move my feet out of the way because he was going to fall on top of me. Sure. So I do that, and I kind of run forward, and like stumbling. Not very graceful, if I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. And the next thing you know, I see a yellow flag. I'm like, you're going to call holding on him, or like, what's going on? Next thing I hear, personal foul, 72. And I'm like, <laughs> how did that happen? Like, that's like 15 yard penalty. How did I draw a 15 yard penalty from that? <laughs> and so. That's another thing. It's so funny because my dad always brings it up, and he's like, how is that a personal foul? And like, even my coaches was like, what did you do? And I'm like, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. But that was my long-winded explanation of my homecoming That's experience. Pretty <laughs> That's pretty good. No, I like that. Hey, uh, man. You know, I wish I could say I had the same thing as you. Uh, but um, different homecoming experience. Uh-huh. So high school uh, – my uh, senior year uh-huh. um, was finishing up, uh, or we were about to start our league games yeah. and everything. And uh, you know, it was really rough because we were doing warm-ups in the game and everything. We're on the field. We're about to play 10 uh-huh. minutes out. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, we're running through some practice plays. We had a backup running back who was in, uh-huh. and he didn't know the play. Oh, no. And so – we all go and everything. I go up to the linebacker blocking him. Running back doesn't know the play. Oh, he no. runs right into the back of me. Oh, no. I fell down. Everyone fell down on top of me. Like, that's a lot of guys. Oh, yeah. And then I twisted my knee. Oh, And, no. uh, yeah. So, tore every ligament in my knee. Jesus, Davis. Uh, you know what, though? I kept trying to play on the game. Hey, <laughs> like, don't we all? Don't my, we all? My knee was, like, collapsing on me, and my coach is like, we got to take you. I'm like, no, I'm staying on the field. That's what I like to see. That's <laughs> and that then great I determination. And guy, Kyle. Yes. I threw a guy down. Yes. With a torn knee. That's what That's I'm grit. saying. That's grit. That's uh, grit. That's just so, gritty. So, homecoming game, we we won. Uh, my team was awesome. Of course and, uh I was on crutches and I crutched down our little like oh homecoming gosh. little oh lane goodness. thing uh, in a way. So what? that's just you just yeah. summed up our entire podcast. Just grit, determination, yeah. and power. You know, you know, it's Kyle. <laughs> I try. <laughs> Jeez, it's about man. power, Kyle. Dude, what a way to grind it out. <laughs> I, I, this is another side story. Like when I busted my thumb in college, I finished that practice because I got it busted at the beginning of practice, and I like. Still had to snap and all that during college. Yeah. I was like, "That's hard to do too when you're like trying to snap." Oh, at one point, I think at the end of practice, by the end of practice during team, I was snapping with my left hand. I was just throwing it there and like praying. That yeah, it got yeah. There. And then <laughs> went to the trainer and he's like, "Oh, he's like, it's, it's already like, oh. like, yo, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that purple." And I'm like, 
don't know what to tell you, man. Tried to get out, but I didn't. I didn't want to. But anywho, <sighs> homecoming. Homecoming, dude. Hopefully, it's going to be a, a good homecoming experience for these guys. Of course. It always is. Bows. It's always fun to be at home when, you know, when you, it's something that's like a little pick-me-up. You know, after the first three weeks, it should be a nice little yeah. pick-me-up to be back at home and get these boys fired up. I'm excited. I mean, I'm I, excited, dude. I am, too. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yep. It's going to be a good game, that's it, for sure. We shall see. <laughs> All righty, guys. That has been another episode of H&N Overtime. Thank you again for listening or watching. If you want to listen, you can head to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get the rest of our H&N podcast. And be sure to check out the video version on our YouTube channel. That's going to do it for Davis Pittner. I'm Kyle Chanen. Aloha. Aloha. Aloha.